This is News Talk. Great photo on the front of the Irish Times. Uh, not alone is it a great picture because it has a stag in the Phoenix Park in Dublin yesterday, but the extra element is that there's a magpie resting on the antlers of the stag. Uh, so the magpie very, very confident in that photo and the Irish Times says there are about 600 deer in the herd in the Phoenix Park, which is enclosed within the walls of the park. They're all tagged and they've no natural predators and uh, the magpie certainly looks happy out there resting on the antlers of the stag. The main story in the Irish Times, planning board to get interim members. This is on board Planola. Apparently the government is preparing to make emergency appointments to the board in a bid to overcome turmoil in the planning system. It comes amid anxiety in the coalition as there's a growing backlog of cases before on board Planola and obviously we've had some recent departures from the board too. So all of this means that there could be delays in getting planning decisions made. So there's going to be uh, some civil servants sent on secondment to onboard Planola. Other main story in the front of the Times, Scouting Ireland is indicating it's planning to set up a redress scheme to pay compensation to survivors of child sexual abuse in scouting organisations. The scheme is expected to cost several million euro. That story by Jack Power, who's been leading the way in covering historical child sexual abuse in in Scouting Ireland and apparently he has seen correspondence by the Irish Times about this planned redress scheme for the Scouts. The Irish Independent main story revealed counties with the biggest trip and fall payouts. It seems some people in some counties very unlucky compared to people in other counties. Councils have paid out almost 150 million euro in compensation claims relating to trips and falls on footpaths and roads in the last five and a half years. Nearly 10,000, seems like a big number, nearly 10,000 personal injury claims have been brought against councils. That works out, if you get the calculator out here, that works out to five people suing every day. And uh, we have a list of the counties which apparently have the most hazardous pathways or certainly counties where people are suing over falling on footpaths and things like that. So Dublin, Limerick, Waterford, Louth and Tipperary have had the largest number of claims, while County Longford has had one of the highest rates of claims. Obviously, that's surprising given it has one of the smallest populations in the country. In Dublin, four of the councils have had to pay out just over 66 million euro between them. Uh, Another example there, some counties with big populations have had fewer claims than counties with smaller populations. So you take Kildare, 240 claims were brought Uh, And there's about 240,000 people living in Kildare. So that's interesting. They go through every county in the Irish Independent if you want to find out how hazardous the footpaths are in your own county. Now, the Irish Examiner, government ready to sign eviction ban. This ban is going before Cabinet as early as tomorrow if Housing Minister Dara O'Brien gets the go-ahead. The Irish Examiner has learned the government leaders are expected to decide tonight about the eviction ban, which would likely be introduced in December and run until the end of March. Now, we had Focus Ireland here in Breakfast Briefing last week. They were kind of lukewarm about the idea of an evictions ban. I think what they were kind of saying was, yeah, grand, but we need a long-term solution here. An evictions ban isn't going to do much between December and March. We need a long-term 
you know, housing strategy to avoid people becoming homeless. And we also had the Property Owners Association on the show last Tuesday or Wednesday saying that an eviction ban would be highly discriminatory against them. However, it looks like they're pressing ahead because the front of the examiner, government ready to sign eviction bans. So we'll see what happens with that. Staying with housing, the Irish Daily Mail, building of homes slowing down to a trickle. House building is failing to meet targets, causing an absolute storm with the struggling sector expected to decline sharply next year. Uh, A senior minister's warning that private building is in acute decline and concern is rapidly accelerating in the cabinet over the impact a very nervous building trade will have on the government's uh, housing target. And actually certainly areas I'm in, you don't see a lot of building of new houses going on at the moment. I'm not seeing these construction sites set up and houses being built. Uh, Apparently just 5,202 out of a target of 9,500 houses last year were built and the Daily Mail saying Housing Minister Dara O'Brien is struggling to meet his targets. Irish Daily Star front page man grabs GAA kid aged nine by throat. Shocked mum sees attacker walk onto pitch. So this is another um, allegation of alleged, we keep putting the word alleged in, of alleged violence or incidents going on at GAA pitches. The Irish Daily Mirror winning streak. Lucky Lotto punters, here's a reminder if you want to do the lotto, Lucky Lotto punters are on a winning streak because the jackpot has been scooped for the third time in just 10 days. You may remember we went weeks and weeks and weeks without the lotto jackpot being won, uh, but there's been a 2 million euro winner in Wexford on Saturday and that follows 2.3 million claimed by a Dublin punter on Wednesday night. So that was Saturday, Wednesday, and then a week before that, a Meath player won 8.9 million. So people flat out winning the lotto. Across the water, the Times of London obviously looking at Prime Minister Liz Truss. And uh, it looks like she's going to have a very difficult week ahead of her. Tories hold secret talks on crowning new leader. I mean, the woman isn't in the job, what, 40 days? And already they're talking about a new leader. Liz Truss will appeal to moderate Tory MPs to save her premiership tonight after it emerged that power brokers have already held secret discussions about ousting her and arranging a coronation. So we saw yesterday three Tory MPs publicly break ranks and criticise her and say she needs to go. And it would seem, according to the UK papers this morning, there's all sorts of secret talks going on. Other people would say they need to just go for an election because you can't keep having new Tory leaders without an election because you won't know what the general public wants. Now, it is Menopause Awareness Week this week and the Irish Independent has a survey out about it. More than a third of women in Ireland have considered quitting their jobs due to menopause symptoms and the symptoms described as devastating according to this new research. 84% said that the menopause has affected their performance and ability in the workplace and now there are warnings that Irish firms face an exodus of female employees and this is according to a hub called the Menopause Hub who will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning but they're saying we could soon see 
soon see an exodus of female employees from the Irish workforce if employers continue to ignore the problem. I have to say it's great to hear so much talk about menopause now because you'll all remember, you know, even a few years ago, it was like a big secret that nobody mentioned. Now, Menopause Hub saying we need Irish firms to kind of cop themselves on and put more provisions in place for women going through menopause, particularly going through the very difficult symptoms of menopause. And you hear these stories from women who say they, you know, were in a meeting and they just can't remember someone's name or something like that. And they get very, very worried about what's going on with them. And actually, it could be a symptom of menopause. And bosses need to uh, cop on and do more for employees. Anyway, there'll be more on News Talk Breakfast about that. couple of final stories for you. One is in the Star today. And if you put your chocolate in the fridge, you are completely wrong. You're eating chocolate the wrong way. And putting it in the fridge is a big no-no. This is according to food experts who've revealed the top blunders people make when enjoying a sweet treat, including tucking into it at night and eating too much in one go. Grand, I think we all knew that. Anyway, chocolate should not be stored in the fridge because humidity levels are too high. Instead, the perfect temperature to store chocolate is 18 degrees, which is probably uh, the heat in your press or whatever. The telltale signs your chocolate has been stored incorrectly included lacking a sharp snap when you break a square off. So don't put it in the fridge. I put my chocolate in the freezer, so apparently I'm totally wrong, but I'm not giving it up because I love my chocolate from the freezer. Final story, if you're wondering where the best pint of Guinness in Ireland is, well, the age-old debate has been answered. And you need to go west, apparently. New research is suggesting that bars in the west are pouring the best pints of Guinness. This is according to the Star. A new research shows the location of the perfect pint in Ireland is in Galway, which gets a total score of 8.53 out of 10. In second is Limerick, which gets 8.42. Dublin, obviously the home of Guinness, it barely made it into the top 10 with a score of just 7.95. So it was an 8th position with Waterford and bad news for people in Kildare including myself Kildare is last place in the table essentially the worst pint of Guinness Uh, it gets not a single rating above 8 Kildare averaged at 7.3 which is a half a point behind Meath so if you want a pint apparently you have to go west for it on 106 to 108 FM and newstalk.com this is Newstalk